0: Good morning, welcome to WGO podcast. Today will be uh, the second day that I've kind of aggressively tried to put together a new job. Um, I do wanna spend the lion's share of my time from here on out really doing um, the WGO podcast i uh, doing relevant educational services for my kids and anybody else who wants to join. Um, writing the books as a follow-up to the WGO podcast and the exploratory work necessary for Reset Industries. And again, Reset will attempt to uh, bring into reality the necessary basket of goods and services that that the podcast illuminates like you know you, f- you find a problem and you create the solution and it's that kind of rinse repeat you know not, this book that I'm reading now I'm still in the middle of this uh, Alan Greenspan and uh, Aldrin Wood- Woodridge book I believe that's his name I keep messing it up because I haven't stopped I've been so busy I can't slow down to look at the name but capitalism in America does make clear the role of institutionalized research like all companies eventually started having innovation labs and and uh you know r d arms that basically would seek to buy or create (coughs) or do new inventions continuously knowing that it was the well wellspring of all the 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 wealth that would flow afterward. So, in a way, Reset Industries is 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 the lab that does the work, forms the companies, figures out how to do the more uh, optimistic and visionary rooted WGO stuff more or less the plan plus the music at night the problem is I've got bills due now like you do so I may have to take even though I've really been fighting myself on it I may have to trade a chunk of my time Worth some instant revenue or instant income to pay my bills. And frankly, I need health insurance because it's too much of a risk exposure to my family to not have that. So I thought I would share that process today, as I'll be I'm doing it right now. And I believe it's some Useful things in the way I go about doing it. First and foremost, I'm, I'm a big believer of getting on a ladder. And we live in it with the nice thing about where we live in the United States is you can pick different ladders. And your age, really, as long as you can take care of yourself and you're still able to do things, you're still relatively healthy, you can launch yourself into totally different areas kind of spontaneously you can't expect day one to walk into you know the ideal role with a mega fat paycheck but you can get on the ladder and once you're on the ladder it's always up to you to make it into something now for a lot of reasons I feel like I'm pivoting away from the ladder I've been on for i don't know ten at least you know ten years closer to fifteen really if I conclude the railroad experience and you know I've been kind of in an engineering technical services something breaks I figure out what's wrong with it fix it kind of mode for a while and I've been doing it more skewed on the i t and network side of the spectrum because I've been dealing with you know, wireless yard automation stuff for railroads and most recently railroad signaling systems, which is not wireless, but it's it's got a communication backbone, a fiber backbone that connects a series of uh, bungalows, you know, buildings that have all kinds of features to them, like HVAC and HVAC, you know, heating, ventilation, air conditioning, fire suppression alarms are built in you know, all kinds of stuff that a building, any building would have these little mini buildings had that too and then you had this core thing which was basically a logic module that would take input and you could program rules based on the input, like okay, if I see these these occupancies or these things then I'll allow this, this and this and disallow this, this and this and When I allow this, this, and this, I'll then illuminate this light or hit this alarm or whatever. So that type of engineering work. Trouble is, it always feels kind of like a little bit of a pain in the ass mess. And I'm sure that's probably just part and parcel of what engineering is. And I was such a late comer to the party. And by nature, I'm really not a tinkerer. Now, I really don't sit and tinker and fuck with stuff that much, so here I am launching myself into something that I think that I need to do or want to do because, you know, I'm into cars. I'm into kind of something generic. That's where it kind of started when I was a kid. I picked engineering because I was into cars, and I was into things like that. I picked engineering, but I didn't make the cut because I was wasn't really prepared mentally or academically to do what engineering is currently in the United States, which is, you know a lot of math and science prereqs that are challenging if you didn't do shit all through high school and middle school you just kind of got through it which most of us do maybe not so much with the kids today I don't know when I was a teacher I saw mostly folks that you know were more on my end of the spectrum frankly they they were not going to be prepared to go into you know a Georgia Tech and start taking calculus and differential equations and stuff like that and be successful um, but I do recognize that you have a sliver of the population that for whatever reason, the way they're raised, the way they're genetically put together, their influences early on, don't have a problem with that. Because when I went back to school, I attempted to get a master's degree in mathematics, um, after I had taught for several years, I, I wanted to, to kind of tighten it up and formalize it and become um, you know, a math professor. and When I went back to school, I was barely making it through the courses and there were youngsters in there at the last university I attended that were just, you know, getting straight A's, pretty much getting everything right. And I'm sure they'd had it and done it before. And good for them. You know, I didn't have any animosity towards them because I was just trying to survive the course myself. But, you know, I kind of in some ways locked myself out of those fields, at least the formal gauntlet process of those fields because I wasn't prepared nor was I my temperament such that I was gonna succeed in those areas which is a tough pill to swallow because maybe like you (coughs) I assume I can figure things out and probably like you I I see myself and my level of intelligence and capability and ability and uh, Whatever, it's probably more than it really is. You know? Well, that, there's a problem there, though, because in the fields, the brief time I spent in these fields, I did often say to myself, well, what are we doing this for? Why are we doing this? Like in the first engineering job I had, started in 2012, you know, I had come from the the rail side. I had worked on the railroad and I had actually used the software as an end user and thought to myself, even back when I was a user, like, what would this need to be if I was using it to run the railroad, if I was the CEO of the railroad? And I started trying to conceptualize what that would be, and I'm thinking in terms of a user interface. know you you think in terms of what the user interface would want to look like and and the types of things you need to to present that user interface and you kind of design from there but when I get into engineering I see that that that's not really the case it's usually you're just chasing down desperately chasing down whatever you got to do to get the next deal to keep the lights on and there I didn't operate so well in that area I didn't do so well because Inevitably, I run out of steam. I actually start to reveal the cracks that I don't care about that that much. And it's not that I'm trying to be a jerk to the customer or trying to be a rebel to the employer. It's just that I don't give a fuck about trying to iron out the bugs of some controller or some configuration or some rendition of software if it's disconnected from a larger, clear goal of what we're doing. If it's just kind of feels like you're over here fucking around with, with fabric on a Band-Aid. Or changing the gauze pad on a Band-Aid. It just, I, I realized about myself, I'm not a very good worker bee in that, in that environment. And I did push to try and clarify that, and I, I turned that one particular one more of an enterprise product. You know, control, managing control system which is really, I think, what SCADA stands for, supervisory Control and Data Acquisition. But we didn't call it SCADA. We called it, you know, dispatch, dispatch software and yard control software. And then get to the larger firm, which got much larger contracts, much bigger company. And frankly, it seemed to be way, way worse in some ways. It was very hard to find somebody that had their arms around the whole thing that could kind of walk you through it and get you up to speed, to where you could start taking the ball and run with it. And it just seemed to be always mired in itself, and you know, going around and running around with itself, and not trying to get done, and never stepping back from, you know, large enough, back enough from, you know, basically, if we're in the business of providing mass transit in cities, I I almost think that you just take a city and you look at what do you want this to be in terms of the stations, in terms of the amenities for the people, in terms of the safety, in terms of the uh, security, in terms of the information flow, (coughs) creature comforts. You know, like, obviously you go into these things and people want quiet and a little buffer against everybody else. And, you know, maybe the best coffee in town can be found as you walk in, there's never a line, that sort of thing. You know, you kind of think about holistically what the mass transit system would be ideally, and you're kind of in that business. Which sounds complicated, sounds overkill, sounds impossible, but I don't think it is. I just don't think I do well as a cog in a uh, disconnected um spider web of stuff because i do think it's a very valid observation to see in 2020 that there's that that, that i think we've reached a breaking point where really things are such a little bit of a mess in any area certainly in construction and and uh infrastructure projects and things like that um to where you kind of end up with these big bloated messes and it's actually kind of amazing the fucking things work. Sometimes it really is. So I think we just need to have it be you know cleaner designs, have an understanding from the peoples, people in the businesses of doing that of what the what the big mission is, and 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 do that, and then everybody's excited about that because because they're, they're going to work every day, understanding that their little part, their little neck of the woods, is tied to this. Larger thing that makes sense to them, and then they can use their creative juices to propel that whole vision forward. I just think now it becomes a vested interest, and everything becomes mired in, you know, corruption for lack of a better word. It's all about getting a contract, and then people who do it at the top lobby for this, and they get paid, you know, remu- paid handsomely for it. And then the minions kind of are left with the task of figuring out how to make it work. And then you inevitably end up with just a small handful of people on a big, giant project that actually, for whatever reason, give a shit enough to get it into the end zone. That kind of seems to be the pattern. So long story short, I don't know if it's for me. Obviously, you detect a little excitement. The, the vision of what it's, what's the point of it very much appeals to me. And for for those who would criticize it's too grandiose or too over the top, I would offer you this. I, on the way here, I was listening to this book I mentioned it again, Capitalism in America, and it's at the part now where it's talking about in the early 1920s how the automobile really changed the American economy and it created a massive number of jobs, like four million jobs, that all catered to what this new, newfangled mobility device did. And because the people in the car business were in the game of better, faster, cheaper, you know, Henry Ford, for example, is very much known for that mantra of sort. Well, he didn't say that, but that's what he was doing. So you had this visionary guy, a team of people, that were creating this new thing, the automobile, horseless carriage, which it was always still called sometimes. And then as a result of that, you then create these vast new industries for steel and later aluminum and rubber, which then becomes synthetic rubbers and the petrochemicals involved. And then the, the energy, the gasoline and the diesel to run it all and then the vast pipe network to get it distributed to all the, and then the vast network of of service station jobs that were created when you had gas stations pop up everywhere. And then you had motels and and drive-through restaurants, all these industries flourishing. He even mentioned corner drugstores, and I wasn't quite sure where he got that one from in the context of the car, but, It was millions of jobs, not not hundreds, not thousands, millions of jobs created because someone decided life was better in a fucking car. And everybody should have one because it was the ultimate in freedom, which I agree with, by the way. And it's another problem I have with... I'm trying to refrain from using the word leftist because I did receive criticism. And to be fair... When I constantly hammer and use the word "aggressive leftist" and jokingly call them "left and stuff, it automatically assumes that I'm a right winger, which I am not. But it, it is more on the left end of the spectrum that would like to ban cars and trucks and this and that, and everybody ride their fucking bicycles, which you can't do six months a year here in Rochester, or cram their asses on some public transit. Well, if we just had good trains, no offense, brah. I don't want to sit next to your stinky fucking ass listening to your shit and every third month some dickhead starts a fight on the fucking bus or the fucking train or just like I saw in Baltimore when we put a brand new light rail in, some dipshit plops their fucking fat ass down and spills fucking wonton soup all over the fucking place. Look, man, build that shit to have some options. Build that shit where it makes sense. Fuck, it's cool to look at. Fun to play with when you're in DC, you ride the train's a good way to see the city, so everybody can sit out and look at the window. But don't don't force me into it. You cattle car fucking salvating piece of shit. I don't want to fucking ride that thing. I like my car. And you do too when you're being honest, because it's it's your private domain. It's an extension of your living room. It's an extension of your bubble of thought. It allows you to control more wild-card variables and not be beholden to some of the random craziness in the world. So, shut the fuck up. It's a great thing for the world and you can't have it. I'm more protective of that, of individual transport rights, because they don't have to be internal combustion. I mean, this is not a debate about the environment, you fucking idiot. But I'm, I'm a more vigorous de- defender of personal mobility and the freedom to explore and learn from behind the wheel than I am of some of you guys are with guns. Everything turns into something. That's why I have a chip on my shoulder. Everything turns into something. And believe me, I am, I've got more evidence and more talking points about the aggressive left and the fact that they created Donald Trump that's how it happens. You cre- inevitably create a backlash when you just don't fucking stop. And you're convinced you're right about everything. But you know what? I'm chewing up. I want to finish this. I'm trying to stay focused. A lot of distractions. Economic stresses because I'm, 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 I'm looking for a new job and this doesn't pay the bills. Got real challenges being at home all the time even though I absolutely love it. But my kids are very labor-intensive because they're special needs. But no excuses. I, I just had to discipline myself. I'm finishing the Capitalism in America book before I move on to the three that I bought that get into the, to the, uh, to the right and how it's been manipulated. <coughs> and I don't know where those are going to go. And I don't know how they're going to resonate with me. But my, my gut tells me that I, I will understand what they're saying and not have a, and not and, and add it to the library. I'm already aggressive for those that are actually paying attention with elements of conservatism because I absolutely reject pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Even though I know that's an important thing to keep as a truth, you have to you have to be willing to look at yourself and blame yourself first, and you have to be willing to step up. And if you're getting off track, get yourself back on track. If you fuck up at a job or fuck up something, fucking own it and deal with it, fucking fix it and make it better, make it right. You, you got to do that. So you want to retain the ideal of bootstraps, but the reality is the world's way too fucking expensive, and you ain't gonna make enough money, motherfucker. <laughs> Doesn't matter, and you and you will suffer. And you'll, you'll start acting weird and acting like a fascist trying to defend something you think you believe in that may not mathematically be true or, as I'm proposing, with humanomics, not even mathematically necessary at all. I think we can lube all of that stuff. All of the economic stuff can be greatly enhanced for everybody, and we can, we can start having the bandwidth to think clearly like well well how do we want to do transportation in a city do we do in addition to individual transports which everybody likes the most how would we like to have some other options for maybe someone who can't drive or someone who just prefers to walk everywhere or if in, in dense urban areas you know a network of things so that you can take your bike or a scooter or whatever and you can kind of do the long haul on something and jump off and do the short haul on your on your thing. You know, that can be an option for those that want that. I just don't I'm very leery of these blanket gonna impose everything because i you know, the environment. When it really is just some racket to get some $10 billion contract to build the motherfucking thing. That you would that half these people by the way that build this stuff and pitch this ship, they'll never ride it. They'll, they'll ride it day one before anybody's gotten cooties all over it. And they're fucking suit for a photo op, waving their fucking hand around, hanging out with the president of this, that, and the other, and the prime minister of this, that, and the other. (laughs) They Congratulate themselves over their obscene wealth. And then then the minions go in there and start fucking farting it up. They'll never get near it again after that. It's more like that, motherfuckers. You just can't see it because you don't have your head out of your ass at all. So job search. It really is about ladders. And because the the things that I'm interested in is pretty wide ranging, uh, you know, it could could be anything. I thought yesterday there was a position open uh, for a home builder in this area and a home builder is known to do. Pretty nice houses at, at very attractive price points relative to the rest of the country. And I'm sure that the, that the that the standard speech that they would give me when I'm asking, well, why is the same house more or less double or triple the price in certain markets? They'd be like, well, the land's more expensive. You know, they would give me some answer along those lines. Well, we got to fix that. People can't afford... Half million dollars, seven hundred fifty thousand, million dollar houses. That's, that's insanity. It's insane to expect that. I was just down in Pennsylvania, and I, and I wanted to see what the prices were of these old houses. It was a pretty economically depressed area. I, I, you know, from a driving through town perspective, there's like a Dollar General, a little hospital, a couple of shuttered, a lot of shuttered businesses a McDonald's, and it looks like you know it gets a standard run of two or three mom, pa, cafe things that don't make it, and a couple churches, and then a square of Victorian houses that are pretty nice, and well, different states of repair. Some are nice, and some look very run down. So I, I zillowed it, and I was like, how much does this shit cost? It's like twice, three times as much as here. Like, here's like $350,000 for these things, or up. And I was like, Jesus, what's doing that? And I'm sure it's, uh, by speculation, I don't have any evidence, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's one of the one of the following: A. Energy industries in the area. I do know they frack in parts of Pennsylvania, and you know whenever you have infusion of those higher wage jobs, you'll have the corresponding inflation on the prices of houses. Or B. Because it's rural and it, it's abutted by several state park areas, it's become an area where wealthy people in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia and other east coast cities probably mostly primary I'm guessing primarily are are going and getting away from it and keeping it on the down low so it doesn't become too crowded so the little games we all fucking play because we won't get out in front of the big thing and just make it fucking good for everybody and I'm not talking about equality of outcomes That's never what I'm talking about I'm talking about quantifying what it is we think we want and getting things just to that next level. And in the process of doing that, you've created a lot of jobs and a lot of ac- economic activity. Shit for people to fucking chew on and do. You've bought yourself some time to figure out what the next motherfucking thing's going to be. You fucking idiot. So the job thing. I wouldn't even be, be bothering with a job, by the way. If... I already had revenues or income coming from these things, these new initiatives. Uh, I wouldn't bother this time. You know, I'm getting older. You know, I'm in my late 40s, 48, you know? I've had enough experiences to know that it's not that fun to hop up in the morning and rush off in your fucking car and pump yourself up full of fucking caffeine so you can sit in a cube and pretend like you give a fuck all day in a disorganized mess of an organization you're in with bosses that in some cases are absolutely ridiculous so fucking ridiculous that it's hard to fucking keep a straight face but you do it cuz you got to do it cuz you got to do the right thing for your family and provide and it's the best thing that's offered it pays more to just shut up and fucking sit there all day but you know I don't I don't want to do any of that stuff and the only part of this process of job searching that I wanted to share with you all that does work for me is that okay so you think that creating better faster cheaper homes and transports and utilities unlimited energy at a human scale of course and unlimited natural resources at a human scale of course and making sure food is plentiful, abundant, and healthy. Make sure water is plentiful and healthy. That you can launch yourself into any number of things that are in those industries and learn about it. So you know you go into it to earn a paycheck, but in the back of your head you have this agenda. What I'm really doing is I'm here to learn how, how this business works. And what are the, what, why, why is it the way it is? And I I do assume, really what little I poked into the opportunity yesterday with this home builder was, you know, you're gonna find that you have, it it works enough for what today demands, and it it makes no effort to create any kind of an ideal whatsoever, because it benefits those that are invested in it. And there's no incentive for people to change it. There's no overarching plan or vision. Hey, don't fixate on me clearing my throat. Fixate on the message. Fixate on what I'm trying to get at, what I'm trying to every day whittle and chisel. Understand that I don't think I have all the answers. Understand that I feel like humans are wasting everything we've learned since we came out of the trees because we're just too fucking stupid and we delegate way too much of our thinking to a very small minority and then when times get tough we start blaming the wrong group because that small minority is more than willing to let us tear ourselves to shreds and sit there and watch and eat some fucking popcorn So I, I, I wanted to put on tape today. I'm not, I'm not feeling that great today. I'm a little off today. I don't know. I started noticing I was a little tired yesterday. Feel a little more foggy and a little more tired today. Still got up, still did my thing. Didn't get up as early as I wanted. I was wanted to get up at six. But I felt like I needed a little more rest. But I wanted to put on tape this internal fight. This job search fight that I'm I'm having to do. Share it with you. Because I'll get a job. I'll I'll have a job by the end of the week. Maybe even today. The only thing holding it up is the COVID world that we're living in now has slowed everybody up. Like the guy yesterday when I talked to the job, I literally went and talked to him. Did the application. Printed out a copy of my resume and went over there. I was lucky enough to meet... One guy, not necessarily the guy, but one guy, who would who would have a say. And it seemed ridiculous to even be going in for that job because here I was in a button-down shirt. It's what I wear. I can you know I can be a chameleon and wear whatever, but you know if I'm going to go, on, I'm going to go be myself. I put my fucking boots on. I always wear a pair of pants. Never dirty. I don't like being dirty. You shouldn't like it either. Either. What are you, a fucking dog? What are you, a fucking pig? Or are you a fucking human? A monkey that came out of the trees and you're trying to do something different. you're trying to do something different, you might notice that it feels kind of gross to be able to grimy and dirty all the fucking time. Probably got some kind of health ailment from it too. Yeah, I'm feeling a little banged up today, but I'll have a job. It's the, the COVID is the only resistance point. He 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 said himself yesterday. He didn't know what was up. He didn't even know there was an open position posted. He, th- he thought that they were fully staffed. That's how disconnected everybody is. And you know, you'll, they'll somebody's putting up a hiring slot, and, but but they're not really hiring. You don't know. Who the fuck knows? I mean, that's no excuse. I'll get it. I'll, If a push comes to shove, I'll flip burgers. I don't give a fuck. Because you can burrow in and learn a lot of stuff anywhere you go, and learn how that industry works, and learn what it needs to be. have a little respect for that one too, by the way. Everybody shits on the food industry, and it sure, it needs to be improved. It would be nice if you just, if everybody dialed in everything, and you could just have the abundance and the cheap prices, but everything you put in your mouth is automatically good for you. That's the holy grail. Good if I go to McDonald's and you eat something, it's good for you, instead of bad. Or questionable. Or trade-off. We can get there. I think we can get there. But we won't get there just passively beating each other up and being distracted. and... And oh, by the way, another friend of mine put something up today about China is going to be more aggressively entering the disinformation game like Russia has been. You need to really wonder about your information sources and um, use your mind, use your experiences and put two and two together and question everything. Question, wait, wait, what is this person's agenda? Why are they so sure of themselves? Why is this so polished? Or why is this so inflammatory? Try to figure out. You know, try to figure out. Could this be a psychops thing? Could this be a an intentful, purposeful, what thing to do to piss me off and cause me to hate something, or do something, or take action, or join a team, or join a vote, or tear down this, or be a pain in the ass about this? Stay focused on the ball, folks. And let's make the ball humanomics. Let's make the ball. What do we want it to be? We humanity. What do we want? And let's just do it and not worry about what the status quo is doing. Not worry about what's been done. Let that go. You can't fix it anyway. Who gives a shit if you were abused? You're here today listening to this now. So work with that. Help me. Work with that. I'm gonna. I'm going to do my part. This is the small beginning of the. I'm having some technical difficulty. I don't, don't know why. All of a sudden, that was trying to. Not record. Caught myself on that one. I gotta check this. This is uh, not foolproof here. Um. Yeah, but help me. I'm trying to do my part. I'm going to do my part. But I'm going to need you to do your part. Your part right now could seriously just be join me in, in supporting the podcast. Listen to it. Share it. Try to overlook the wind noise of the microphone and the and the me clearing my throat. The disgustingness and my crudeness and my vulgarity. Fuck all that. Don't be a fucking pussy. Stop being offended by me saying you're a pussy. Quit wasting time on this bullshit, people. Quit wasting my time with this bullshit. So they focus on humanomics. Humanomics is the term that I've coined that is to try to figure out what the fuck we want as a species. What do we want? I'm saying, materialistically, whatever it takes to carve out maximum bandwidth and I'm not hearing any other proposals that let everybody have their cake and eat it too. So let's run with that. Yeah, I'm asking you to support this in a way. Start by listening and giving me feedback. And I understand some of the comment areas, some of the areas you might be listening might not have comments. Find the ones that do. I'm pretty sure if you go to WGO Today Facebook, on Facebook, my, one of the pages I've spun up on Facebook, pretty sure you can comment there. And I welcome it. I really want the feedback loop. I might not be able to answer every single thing or address every single thing, but I fully intend to invite whomever takes the time to listen and takes the time to comment. Rest assured, you will receive an invitation to talk to me about it on the podcast. And I've got to work out a couple of technical things there. I'm not exactly sure how best to do that and you know, record a podcast remotely. (coughs) Please, I'm open for suggestions, by the way. Drop me a line. Drop me a line. But support it. Support it by listening. Support it by giving feedback if you can or you feel so inclined. Support it on Patreon. I've set the lowest one at a couple of bucks. So you're you're not... I know everybody else is asking for the same thing, but this is not the same as that. I'm not not selling you a t-shirt. I'm not playing you a song. I'm trying to fix economics for us and fix it by challenging the core assumptions of economics that drive prices, that drive prices for most of humanity beyond what their wages are and their incomes are and are going to be. So. Work with me. Help me, support it, buy the book. Buy a Humanomics book. I there'll be multiple editions because I'm sure when I as soon as I'm done and I get into it a little deeper and I have a different layer of of input and challenge it and push myself harder, there'll be things I need to correct or fix or change. But buy it again. The book's twenty dollars. You're going to piss away $20 on some bullshit today. I am. I'm openly asking and pleading for your support so that I can perpetuate this and roll this stone down the road for us. First of all, because I know we can do it. I've said it before. I'll say it over and over again. We can, as a species, we can, we should, and we must do better. And do better by the economics of our life because it runs everything. Everything else is a derivative of human economic activity. It's why you have to go to work. It's why you picked whatever to study in college or on your own. It's why you get out of bed most days. Even the retirees. It's why you want to have time to do less or to take naps. Those are all economically framed issues. You get to take the nap if the bills are paid and you have a quiet, safe, clean place to do that. You don't get to take a nap or you're not so great if you're fucking homeless or you're living in somebody else's house because you can't afford it on your own. You see? It's all economics to me. And I I aim to demonstrate how it's all economics to you too. Let's make the numbers work. All right, I've said it. Please support it. I'll keep pushing hard. I kind of got this other mantra. So, again, getting back to the point today, real quick wrap up. The job, for me, the search was because I don't have a choice. I must pay my bills to take care of my family and enable myself to continue to do this which will require discipline because it's a lot harder to do this when I'm trading all my days and all, most of my energy for a couple bucks. But I'm going to do that and I share with you that my process for that is I'm interested in a lot. I can get on the ladder of the thing that I think I might want to take take on next and just get on the ladder and go. As opposed to just chasing the best salary or what I, can, what I would perceive to be the cushiest position. You know I'm not looking to sit in a cube somewhere and earn you know what I was earning at my last employer, I'm not playing that game. A lot of people do, I think. A lot of people do play that game. I'm not I'm not doing that game. I would suggest you don't either. If you're getting a job, and if you're you know a certain sliver of humanity, take whatever you can fucking get, man, to get on a ladder. Because that's my that's my backstop. But if you got some skills, some experience, some insight, some age on you, you got some some wisdom you know, you can pick the ladder to get on. And just get on the ladder and start climbing. Do what you're asked to do, put your head down and do it every day. Do it right. If you see it that it's being done shitty, offer suggestions, but don't expect people to implement them. And go, go, go. And if nothing else, you'll you'll be able to live with yourself and you'll feel the growth because you'll have learned some new skills and some new insights, which are valuable. In my case, I could I can I can excite myself a little bit about doing this, even though I don't really want to trade the time this time, um, because it does bolt into the humanomics. You know, if you go figure out how houses are made and how construction is done, then you can possibly start to figure out exactly what would need to be done to get those prices in line with where the American wages are. And maybe, maybe you're, that's it, maybe you're spinning up firms to serve those markets the $10 an hour markets you don't worry about what everybody else is doing if they all want to pay $1.7 million for a house in Chicago somewhere then they let them <laughs> that's their game more power to them they, they get to sit in a tower and fucking hang out all damn day and they make two hundred grand a year with stock options and stuff alright I don't you know <sighs> I want to make it better for us the working people I want to fix the economics of that, and create the bandwidth there. And I'm pretty sure that's most of humanity. 90 percent 90, could use the help. Could use the vision. Could use the idea, the spark, something to shoot for, something to aim for, something to put their work effort and time into. Could put, you know, help me figure it out because it would benefit them. Benefit humanity. So there's a job search and getting on a ladder and go for it. And then the other thing is, in the case of this, if I really want this to be the main source of income for me and the main, main provider for my family, well, then I just have to do better art. I've got to do the podcast better and better and better. Better guest, better production quality, better video component to have something for YouTube. Better websites, cleaner everything, faster, better better product, better better things for you to buy, better books. But I, a, that was a triggered word, right? Buy. Well, you have to create something, a good or a service to sell because that's the nature of what we, the world we live in. I can't just sit around and do everything for free uh, because I have to feed my family, folks. So don't expect that, you hippy-dippy fucking fruitcake. Yeah, shit to buy. I do. I want you to buy a subscription through Patreon, for starters, to the website or to the to the podcast. I want you to chip in a couple bucks to enable me to keep doing this more and more and more. Fuck, I'll do this eight hours a day, man. I'll take on every industry we've got as a species with as good of experts as I can possibly get to agree to talk to me for you. But you got to support me to do it, bud. You got you to gotta help me. And buy the book. That, that's where I sit down and put on paper and in charts and graphs and pictures, so it's easier to understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Pay the book. Pay for the 20 bucks, man. You you spent 20 bucks on your fucking pizza last night, you fat fuck. I think you could pony up 20 bucks every every year or every other year for a fucking book that helps us out, and it serves as something that other folks can then use to to figure this out. It's not the be all end all. I'm not that ridiculous and uh, uh, egotistical, but willingness to get on the ladders and work and committed to doing better and better work and pushing and assuming, you know, kind of have that mentality that, oh, if no one's supporting it, it must not be good enough yet. Have a great day, y'all. It's it is. It's hard to. It's it's not easy. But uh, every day is it is. Every day's a new day. And Don't don't forget what I what I talked about yesterday, the astronomical perspective. Because in the end, a lot of it doesn't fucking matter anyway. So keep that keep that in the back of your fucking head too. Don't forget that. That'll help you on on the tough days. All right. Have a great day. Love you. Bye.